Welcome to the Peanut Butter and Jody Podcast, where we discuss life, love, and the art of successful relationships. I'm Jody, and the love of my life and partner in crime, Laura, is by my side. Say hi, Laura. Hi, Laura. We're rolling, my love. Yes, we are. It's been a while. Eh, not so much. I mean, no? we, we've been putting out some stuff, but it's been uh, a couple of weeks since we've sat down to generate some more uh, of our perfect prose. Because all these darn kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids, Ugh. kids keep you busy. Life they is do. Uh, life is a uh, no, a, I, a I tumultuous meant, ride. I meant because they were on the podcast. Oh yeah. But you meant, uh, you know, kids occupying our time and stuff. Yeah, no, the kids on the podcast worked out really well, though. You know, I, I have something to say. Okay. Do you know how the dog was always giving us her wonderful odor when we were doing the podcast? Yeah. Now she saves it for Tria when we do FaceTime with her every single time. It's true. So it's kind of shifted from, from the podcast production studio uh, into the bed Mm. And uh, it, which, you know, it's actually really interesting when you think about how the dog passes gas. Not so much that the dog passes gas, right? Well, it's two things. First, she farts and it's like a surprise to her that she farted, which I think I've mentioned before. She's yes. like, who did that? Yes. But what's amazing is I could be a foot away and not necessarily smell it. It's a very targeted attack. Depends on which direction it's going yeah once in a while i think it was fairly recently um she let one loose that was hung in the room remember she's sitting over on the corner of the oh bed? yeah i came in the room and i was like wow she lit the whole room up yeah i mean you wouldn't want to light a match in there there was no. a there was a lot of methane in the air you got <laughs> you know what i'm saying and everyone has to make the announcement that it's the dog because you don't want anyone to think it's you no, but you, you remember there was a time I did blame a stink on one of the kids? On Christian in, in uh, MGM. Yeah, so we're, we're in, in Disney World. And, um, you know, hey, not for nothing, but, but if I'm on vacation, I'm going to eat things that are not part of my normal diet. And Which sometimes... You don't eat anything part of a normal diet. Well, but sometimes, occasionally, these things will cause uh, some... Intestinal disruption? Yeah, Did perhaps. You like that? Yeah, it was it was uh, something I would have said. Yeah, yeah. So I'm walking along. <laughs> I remember you guys were going on some crazy ride, and I'm walking through a store, and um, I let one go, and um, it was it was <laughs> immensely foul. Plus, it was like 95 degrees, so it was fermenting <laughs> in I, your pants. If if it, there was like a color for it, there would have been like a green cloud oh, just lingering about gross. me, right? So I'm walking, and I'm walking Christian in a stroller, and I'm like, oh, man, buddy, because he couldn't talk yet. I'm like, man. Perfect. We got to get you to the bathroom. Woo! <laughs> and probably moms are like, oh, my gosh, that's so cute. He just loves his son Look so at that, much. Dad. He's going to oh. go clean the poopy diaper. Look at that. You oh. don't do that. Probably a husband and wife got into the fight about that. Yeah, meanwhile, I left a racing stripe in my underwear <laughs> the size of Indy. <laughs> You know, I mean, forget about it. I mean, really, it was a stunning stinker. It, I wasn't there, thank goodness. Yes, you missed that. So everything's been everything's been good. Everything's been uh, rolling right along. Yep, everything's and, uh, great. I was in and Dane Cook today. Funny guy. Yeah, it's a shame. We had a bad joke, and yeah, one bad joke 
you ruined know, it. Hey, I make bad jokes every single time I'm on this podcast, and no yeah. one's kicking me off the air. No, but it was a little, uh, even for me, it was in bad taste. So Yeah, well, sometimes, you know, you don't know that, that line necessarily. I know I frequently leap over the line on stuff. So how I really feel about actors or comedians that just make one screw up, such as Dane Cook, you got to kind of give people a little leeway sometimes, depending. Yeah. Yeah, not depending. Not everyone's perfect. It depends on how far you go over the line. Like, for instance, um, Kathy Griffin. Ugh. Right? Now, she's... Okay, so I'll tell you exactly how I feel about uh, Kathy Griffin. I think she's relatively obnoxious, pretty much unfunny. Unattractive. Yeah, and she's had like all the plastic surgery and all this other stuff, but it doesn't seem to help. She still gets older. You know, so I don't know who she's going to. She's she's going to Benjamin Button's plastic surgeon, right? So <laughs> it does not appear to be working for her. How I feel about awful movies with Brad Pitt. Yeah, there you go. Um, so she, uh, I liked it. Oh, it was awful, Bob. So um, it was terrible. Elaine. Yeah, she kind of is. You know, as regardless of how anyone feels about the the current president of the United States. You still respect the office and, you know, to kind of have, you know, a little comedy thing where she's like cutting his head off and all this other stuff was probably just a little <laughs> over the line. A little over the line. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. So that's actually going to be what our topic is did today. Did you like that? Yeah, I like how, uh, how you rolled into that. I did. I did. Our topic today is going to be how I really feel about whatever it is we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So we have a whole list of stuff. A whole slew. A whole slew of things that we're going to get candid about. and uh, A whole Vandersloot. A whole, <laughs> a whole Vandersloot <laughs> of things um, to tell you, uh, you know, exactly, you know, kind of what we think about them. You know, better or worse. You know, you know what? You, you should be talking right now about how you've stolen my mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in work. I say it all the time, actually. <laughs> I think I was in a half sleep the other day. And you said to me, you said, um, hey, uh, Bob, I'm going to go take him over to the bus stop. And I went, mm-hmm. <laughs> I totally ripped it off. I didn't realize that was a sexy thing. but Yeah, it's a sexy mm-hmm. thing. Not coming out of my mouth, though. It's not a sexy thing. Uh-huh. Probably makes me sound constipated. <laughs> <sighs> hey, are you okay over there? <sighs> Yummy. It's like the old man in Tomb Raider, that little guy. <laughs> the kids used to just poke him and then he'd like pass gas. Yeah, and he's walking with it. Think about it. You got a guy who's about 400 years old in a video game. Why do you have him walking around with, with like tea, tea in China on a, on a, on a tray? On a tray. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's send the, the octogenarian out to kind of hang out with the, the, the breakables, you know? It makes no sense to me at all. So let's take a look at our topics. Okay. Let's see how we really feel about certain things. All right. You want to start? Yeah. So. Don't steal mine. Um, I don't know which one's yours. Point. Oh, I won't take that one. Oh, because that's. Yeah. Okay. Well, here we go. How go ahead. Do, how do you feel about country music? Don't like it. How come? It all sounds the same. Really? It really does. Well, okay. So I I think of myself as a fairly open-minded musical kind of person, right? 
And I'll I'll be honest with you, I have a, I do have a hard time with country music, and I think what threw me over the edge with Are you country music. Repeat yourself. No. God. Was it? She thinks my track yes, is sexy. You already yeah. said this. Okay, and that to me is a little. I do find things a bit repetitive. I do find um, the same thing happening over and over again, and I have a really hard time with it. The only country guy that I liked was the Zach Brown band uh, because I think. You know, I think happen to find him very talented for some reason. Okay. Um, but yeah, I have a hard time with it. I just do. But it's huge for some reason. Oh, when I, it's this area in, in Jersey. It's like Jersey, Philly area. It's like everything. Yeah, it's I didn't like know country. there was, we're in the Jersey, South Jersey. Oh, and you know, it's funny because when I grew up in Hamilton, uh, in New Jersey, it was just like 30 minutes from where we are now in the Burlington area. We didn't. We didn't have the whole country thing. No, you but, know. But you know what's funny? You head thirty minutes south, and there's a saddle shop around here. It's weird. I don't know. Like there must be a line somewhere. Like we're closer to the Mason Dixon line than we know about. <laughs> I um, don't know, but yeah, because I remember went going down to the Cowtown Rodeo in South Jersey with a friend of ours, and um, I was firmly entrenched in southern culture um i I mean to be perfectly honest if i if i was a minority i wouldn't have felt comfortable no like borat remember when he was singing the national anthem and that's what it was like but but we were in new jersey (laughs) which is very very Uh, weird yeah it Um, is it is but for some reason you're right you know you you go about 15 minutes from where you grew up and you're in the middle of country land and i can't take a lot of that i mean when i worked in the salon um, as a receptionist, they would have country day. And I'm like, oh, uh, man, I, I couldn't. I, But you know what? Any redundant music, too, like when Christmas would roll around, they'd play Christmas music all day, every day from Thanksgiving till Christmas. And after a while, I'm like, oh, my goodness, give me a break. Give me something else. Anything else. Just, just spin spin a little Led Zeppelin or something. Anything. I remember my boss said one time, Laura put something different on. I put on uh, Indian music. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Hey, it's it's a, an atonal, yeah. some atonal music. I Listen, love that. And she was like, that's not what I was talking about. So you said something different. That's different. So you bust out your Ravi Shankar? I did. Hey, you know what? Works for me. It's more interesting than the same song about somebody being screwed over for love. Yeah. You know, and they, they all kind of have the same flow. But it does get you a little jamming sometime, I have to say. And, and when I we would, went to Tennessee. I call it, I'd call it toe tapping music. I went to te- well, no, it wouldn't be. It would be fiddle tapping music. No, you don't tap fiddles. You could tap a fiddle. I, I guess. I don't know. I'm not a fiddle tapper, though. And, you know, I just <sighs> I just know that when we went to Tennessee, Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and we had a lot of fun. And you're just immersed in the whole country culture. And it doesn't, I guess, maybe that's, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's the fact that you're hearing a lot of country music in an environment where people aren't representing the whole culture. Could, could that be it? Maybe, maybe. Because we did like Dukes of Hazard growing up, and that was very Southern Urban country. Urban cowboy. Yeah. Yeah, there no, you I, go. I had a cowboy hat and boots. I, I, I did too, and I loved Kenny Rogers. Yeah, so maybe it's just that fact. Maybe it's just because 
there's a heavy population of people here that love country music, but you're not getting the whole thing. You're getting like a little piece. I like country crock. There you go. Yeah, spread some of that on your buns. (laughs) (laughs) Well, why don't you take the next one? Oh, my favorite, Walmart. So how do you really feel about Walmart? I despise Walmart. I, I can't stand it because... I have to go there for my aunt, for her depends and poise pads mm-hmm. and her Greek oh. her, her Greek yogurt ice cream bars and but I look around and I'm like sometimes I feel like I actually got into an not an altercation, but somebody got very rude with me in Walmart when I was in line. Um and I felt like she was African American, you know, I'm not. And she was getting a little irritated with me over the fact that the cashier was taking a long time. And for some reason, it was my fault. So I don't know. So mm. I just want to get out of there. But it's it always is associated with, I think, how sad the country is when people have to go to Walmart to get, you know, 20 boxes of Kraft Mac and cheese because nobody can afford anything, anything. You know, and it's just uh, maybe that's what it is. It symbolizes how sad everything is. Hmm. Yeah, the most prosperous country in the world. And you got people, you know, lined up buying just horrific things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are the quote unquote normal people in there. But then you get some of them in there that are just. Well, I'll tell you what. I went in there today and what happened was I needed to buy a suitcase. Right. So I went out to buy a suitcase and I went over to Kohl's, which is, you I know, Kohl's. We should have put that down. It's like, a, it's like a step up from from Walmart. It's in that that Target range of yeah, stores. I right? like Target. I don't like Kohl's. So I go into Kohl's and I'm like looking for a little suitcase, a carry on. And I'm like, OK, um, this looks good. Oh, hey, look, there's a 55 percent off. And of course, there's none of them there. And it looks like none of them were ever there. And I walk out with a hundred and ninety nine dollar bag. Right. And I was kind of offended by that because you actually even, bought it. I didn't realize I did. that. And I okay. bought it, thinking that well, I maybe I'll try to get something. Right. That's I've cheaper. done that before. Yeah. So I I bought one and um, I'm running around today doing stuff, and I'm on my way back home. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to take a stop in, and I'm going to go over to Walmart. And I went over to Walmart, and I got an equivalent bag for sixty bucks. Now, in fact, I think a better bag than the one that I had picked up. And and you're right. There are some things in there that you go, okay, this yeah. is a better deal than. So Kohl's was selling American Tourister a set for three hundred and fifty dollars. Oh my goodness! And um, Walmart was selling a set that, in my opinion, looked exactly the same. American Tourister. It wasn't like Wall Tourister. American Tourister stuff, and it was like one hundred and twenty bucks. <laughs> Yeah. The European tourister. Yeah. So I'm like, well, for me, the bargain hunter guy, I don't, in if I, well, I'm only a bargain hunter when it comes to things I don't want to buy. Um, yes. But I felt compelled <laughs> to go in there to try to get a good deal on something like that because I knew I was spending too much at the other store. Well, and plus it's just a suitcase. It's not like it's, you know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going in there for my daily stuff. I'm not going in there for to to do like a real food shopping. I'm not buying my clothes from there and stuff like that. Um, because to be honest, I mean, even though those things are a lower cost, they also don't last the same way a better product. Not everyone is in the same situation that we're in where we could afford to buy better clothes and stuff. Um, you know, I mean, but it does 
it's not so much always the people that are there, but maybe it's just a sign of the economic disparity in the yeah, country. It's you really have sad. people who could afford to not shop there. And then there's like 60% or 70% of the population that has to shop there. And then you got the people that shop there and then pull out in their freaking Mercedes. Yeah, there, there's a couple of those. Um, but that's uh, it's an interesting, interesting thing. Walmart. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. It's just, you know, where, where else can you get some pears, baby wipes, and a pretzel to go? Only in Walmart. A pretzel, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and a Subway if you want. Or a subway, yeah. It's all it's in the same place. A, it's, I remember and, I was in and there. And a 70-inch television with reduced feature set. You can. There was a... An organic lettuce. There... <laughs> it's true. It is true. Well, let's be honest. Was, let's be honest. Walmart didn't enter the organic game because they wanted population to be healthier. They entered it because it's a popular market to be uh, in. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, but there was a little boy in there once. He must have been about, I don't know, three. And he's walking around crying. And I was like, honey, are you, you know, are you okay? Are you lost? He goes, yeah, my, my mom. I'm like, okay. So he just takes my hand and I'm thinking, wow, this is really dangerous. And he's, you know, we're walking around and don't, you know, his mother starts yelling at him you know she's like i told you you stay next to me i'm like okay (sighs) i'm gonna exit right now (laughs) she didn't even know i was around yeah i would dip out of that one yeah that was like yeah i love how the kid got yelled at for not staying i I, that was just hysterical she's in some line too it's not even like she was looking for it She's like in some line. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, by you know, the way. You know what's funny, though? I was watching something today that, that popped up on Facebook or one of these things. And there's this guy that goes around and he kind of teaches parents like a tough life lesson. And what he'll do is he'll have a camera crew set up. He'll have um, the spouse of the person there. Okay. And he'll go like a playground. And I'll be like, okay, there's the dad sitting over there fiddling on his phone. And there's the kid on the playground. He, the guy literally walks over, has candy, and walks away with the kid. Yeah, there you go. And then the dad's like flipping out. He's like, where's my son? Where is he? Junior! Junior! Right? Yeah, he should have had a um, a tracking device in the kid's head. Yeah, there you go. Um, but then the, the guy's like, look, it took me two minutes to walk away with your kid. That was a very loud junior, by the way. Junior! Did you like that? So it reminds me of Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's Indiana Jones getting Junior. getting his nuts squeezed in a way. No, ways. his father would call him Junior. Oh. Because they named him after the dog. Oh, yes. That's why he's Indy. Okay. So let's come up with another one. Okay, you do the next oh, The next one has your name written all over it. Uh, smokers. How do I really feel about smokers? Okay. My dad was a smoker and you loved my father. Yep. My mother was a smoker. My father was a smoker. My grandmother was a smoker. My other grandmother was a smoker. My sister was a smoker. Um, was she a joker? She's a joker and a smoker and a real life toker. What? There you go. Real life toker. I don't think that's what it was. I think, I think it it's was. plays midnight poker. I think there's a toker in there that too. That doesn't make any sense. Midnight Toker. Midnight. No, she plays Midnight Poker. We'll look that up after the fact. <laughs> that doesn't okay. make any sense. She's a toker. Yeah. What's a toker? Someone who takes a drag on a cigarette is a taking uh, is toking on it. 
Stoking. Toke. No. Midnight Toker. A midnight, plays midnight poker. I think that's one of them, too. Oh, okay. I'll call up Steve Miller right now and ask him. <laughs> He's got nothing to do. Yeah. Um, so as a kid, I grew up in a household with people that smoked in the house. Yeah, because at that time, my, my mother, father would do that, too. Yeah, my yeah. mother uh, smoked while pregnant with me. So I, I uh, you know, probably came out with a little hankering for a camel. You know? <laughs> Man. Having a little little nicotine fit on the side. Give me the bottle or give me the give me the uh give me a stogie. My father smoked Raleigh. Oh yeah. Cigarettes. There you go. No, my mother smoked uh Did Sal- she actually Salem's. smoke camel? Oh, okay. Salem's, yeah. That's that's the witch cigarette. Yes. Witches. The heretics. So uh, yeah, my father smoked Salem's also. I don't know what my sister smoked. It may have been like Marlboro Light at that time or something like that. Um but like I, uh, you know, I remember as a kid, I used to, I would go to like some clubs with my uncle. Wait a minute, wasn't what's his name's Matthew Perry's father? Wasn't he like the Marvel Somebody's Man. was it his? I th- it may have been. Or yeah. was his dad the, uh, the? Oh gosh. Anyway, go ahead. So somebody's dad. I remember was going Man. to uh, to some nightclubs with my uncle when I was a kid. So I would I would run the lights or help them set up their their stuff, and I would be there with them till like two three o'clock in the morning. Right? Okay. How old were you? Probably like 12. Okay. So I'm at like Wally's in Bergenfield with my uncle in the middle of the night. And we're doing this stuff. And all I can remember smelling, okay? I'm going to say it. This is... <laughs> I didn't know this. Yep, you didn't know this. So Oy. what I remembered very... I'm going to throw something out there. So yeah. I'm going to find something you don't know about me. Okay, good. Um, that you're beautiful? Oh. I know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, um, but I remember his guitars, the smell in his guitar case, right? And I, I can't say it was horribly unpleasant, but it's, if I smelled it today, I, it would like bring a, you know, it would be like a, a memory scent for me. Okay. There was like the lightest smell of menthol on, in the case and on the instrument. Okay. Because his friend Brian smoked menthols. And, um... You know, for some reason, you know, I associate that with a positive memory, but I associate all the living in a house full of smokers with very negative stuff, you know, because, yeah, you just reeked of smelling like smoke. Now, what's happened is um, so there's so few places that people can go and actually smoke that when you smell smoke, you, you get it instantly. So, like, for instance, if I'm driving behind someone and my car is not on recycled air, I can smell the smoke from the car in front of me if his yeah, window's you're cracked. you're really sensitive to that. I mean, even like, not just with your sense of smell, but your emotions. You're just like, uh, no. Yeah, no, I, get, like I get, Disney, tend to get very irritated. Where the smoker section is in Disney and Epcot, and you're like, I'm like, oh, let's go have, you know, food and wine or whatever at that table, and you're like, uh, no, it's that is the, the smoker smoke section. And I think the part that bothers you is not something like that as much as if they're in their area that accommodates them, that's fine. What bothers you are the people that are inconsiderate with smoking, the ones that just don't care who's around them, who's behind them. They flick their buds and yeah, but their you know, butts, their buds, their butts. <laughs> they flick their butts. <laughs> Um, <laughs> they nip their butts. Yeah, but you know what always bothers me too? And and smokers do this, and I think they do this just to piss off people who don't smoke. If they're exiting a restaurant, okay, and they're going to – entering or exiting a restaurant, they will light up or douse that cigarette or blow that last puff out once they enter the place. 
They'll True. light up before they walk out, and they'll take that last drag and throw their cigarette off on the side and walk into the foyer of a restaurant with their mouth full of smoke. And I think they do it just to piss people off. They really do. Well, I know that when my dad was, years ago, worked for General Electric in Philadelphia, and right across from General Electric was the the rank where the Philadelphia Flyers, I know I told you this, where the mm-hmm. Philadelphia Flyers would practice. And my, as I said, he was a smoker. And what really he kind of, I guess, confused him was you think of these sports guys as not being smokers because you think that it would affect their lung capacity and their ability to run and do cardio type exercises or sports events. Yeah, it makes sense. And he said every single flyer at that time smoked. They would be outside smoking. Interesting. If you if you look back historically and look at pictures, look at pictures from the 50s of uh, Jack Nicholas and Arnold Palmer. Mm-hmm. There are black and white pictures, and both guys are standing there on the golf course. Because I think it with was cigarettes. a social thing. Yeah, they're standing. A yeah, lot I mean, was, of people smoked. It was socializing. Yeah, um, but you know now, I mean, there's serious health ramifications, and I, the number of smokers is decreasing, and all this other stuff. But I've become super hypersensitive to you it. You so are. You're it like bugs a me. pain in the butt with that. But I'll, I'll say one thing: is that one thing that was really cool was that when my dad would smoke, he could make that ring. Yeah, I don't know how they do that. It was cool. And I remember we saw Lord of the Rings, the first one, Lord of the Rings. Fellowship, I guess it was. Yeah. That Gandalf could do that. Hmm. Oh, with his, oh, yeah. Oh, with his smokes. I will send a ring. <laughs> Jack Black did that. I think the ring was on his penis. Remember yes. that? God. That <laughs> was funny. That. that was really funny. Uh, they call it a Prince Albert. <laughs> So tell me something that uh, how you really feel about something else. Okay. So I always tell people recently that if I become the next president of the United States, I am going to get rid of or reinvent gym class. Oh, so so you really think gym class is a waste of time? I do because they need to reinvent it. They they need to make it equipped for all. All different kids that have all different levels. Not everybody is a sports kid. All right? Yeah. You and and I were not sports kids. Right. And they would assign a random number. They'll be like, okay, you have to run the 400. First of all, the 400 is 400 meters. And that was pretty much the only thing metric in my school was that. Okay? Well, I think what made me think about it is bad enough we had to do it when we were kids. And I remember... You know, they're making me walk across a balance beam in high school and getting graded on it. Why am I? I'm not a gymnast. Right. It's not it's not your thing. And also, if you have a kid who's 60 pounds soaking wet and he was came out of the womb with muscles and abs and can do 57 pull ups, how can you judge that kid against a normal kid? This is what I'm saying. So I, I, they can't ahead. remember in like the seventies they came up with that presidential fitness thing and they're still running that thing. I know Arnold Schwarzenegger was going around to the schools. Yeah, but they're still back. running that. And and as far as I can tell, I mean it's it's pretty How is it presidential? Have you seen our president? Yeah, our president's completely unfit. He's unfit to be a president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's uh, I'm not I even just meant from at, a physical perspective. At, listen, I mean he's I'm he's not, not the smallest at, guy. At, Very long tie though. Very long tie. I just you gotta I respect can't a guy even, with a long tie. Listen, 
I don't even want to get started. So anyway, so anyway, you're not so for the gym class deal. I'm not. And you know, I remember when Alex especially, and this went for, for Tria too, when they were in high school, they would have them run and they would time them and they, they would get graded. How are you grading my kid on how fast they run? I don't understand that. I, I think gym classes need to be like volleyball. They should have yoga. There's different things they can do to kind of, so I, I don't know. You know, I, you I know just, what they it should irritates do? me. Here's what they should do, okay? If you want to grade a kid on their ability to run, what you do as the physical educator, quote unquote, at the beginning of that semester or quarter or, or block or whatever they call it nowadays, if what your topic is is running and cardio fitness, you time the kid at the beginning of that marking period. Okay? You work with them to oh, improve yeah, their cardio. Right? And then you take their time at the end. And if there's an improvement based upon how much improvement, based upon what their previous time was mm-hmm. now you have a grade you're measuring that kid against their previous performance not some random ass number that some 80 year old guy comes up with on capitol hill it's i had you know what i was smart because when i got to high school you could volunteer to be captain i was never captain okay no you'd volunteer so i would hit the gym teacher up before anybody else would and I remember specifically one time I was captain. You know what I did? What? I picked all the kids that were really good. And I sat back. I was like, okay, I'm last. I'm last. I'm like, that's what I do because I'm smart. That's not my thing. See, what I would have done is I would have picked all the kids that were missing limbs. <laughs> and I would run against them. And I would... No. I would do like I do like a Mario Kart thing. I'd put like little banana peels behind me so they'd fall off their one leg. You know so what? I win. Now I'm the fastest guy in school. Oh. <laughs> that is actually smart. It is. But I remember one time this one gym teacher we had who I loved. She, she was great, and she said, <laughs> "I was sitting on the side, and she's like, Laura, um, you're the captain, and I." She said, "You have to participate too," and I went. Well, because I am captain, I'm kind of in charge, so I'm kind of letting them do their thing. You're she the actually, she actually liked that. She actually liked that. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. So that's my gym class. How do you, now let's talk about this one, since this is a popular way of uh, communicating nowadays. How do I really feel about Facebook? I hate Facebook. The book of faces. Hate, hate. Now, so I had a couple of times with facebook okay so there's there's the hey look at all my friends from high school time then there's the i can't deal with facebook anymore but i still wanted to follow certain companies and musical equipment companies and things like that so i trimmed down to i think 12 people which were like pretty much direct family members or super close families like the painters were in there um but I had no one else. And then we started the podcast. And to promote the podcast, I started becoming more active on Facebook again. And I have hundreds of people who I can communicate to, but it's not in a, you know, I mean, it's, it's some, occasionally there might be someone who will post something or something happens in someone's life that I knew that's that's interesting. Um, but I, I, man, if I could turn it off except for, like companies and stuff, because a lot of companies use these platforms to promote their products. And that's yeah. how I find out about, 
you know, new and emerging technologies. Yeah, and the like kind you of stuff need that. Like. You Listen, need that. Hey, I yeah. can't help it. Mm-hmm. All right. It's a hobby of mine, spending money on junk. Anyway, if I can use it just for that purpose, I would be happier and, and not worry about the interfacing with people because I do find, you know, it, like for instance, I wasn't feeling so good, you know, yesterday. And it was very easy for me to lay there on my side and just flip all day long. I know. I can't do that. Yeah. I cannot do that. It's like I didn't even watch television. I just flipped all I day long. I, I don't know how you do that. I, I, can't, I, get, I get antsy. But I, I recognize that it's not good. Um, you know, even though I was doing it, you know, yesterday. Um, today's a different story because it's, you know, I've been looking at Facebook and Instagram more today, but it's because there's product announcements from... No, you were productive yesterday. You took the garbage out. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and I, I took Christian to his basketball practice in my slippers. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least it wasn't your Iron Man pajama pants. <laughs> yeah, they look like Swiss cheese. <laughs> I finally got some new pants. Um, but, you know, I, I do, like, for instance, today, I was looking a lot at um, new guitars and guitar wow, stuff. Wow, that that's a shock. Out. No, because the NAM thing is going on. So it's the National Association of Music Merchants. It's a big happens twice a year and it's the biggest like gear expose uh in the US. Yeah. You know. And I like to look at that. There's there's only a handful of companies whose stuff that I genuinely care about, Kiesel Guitars being one. And um, you know, Dark Glass um that make these pedals and stuff. You yeah. know, I think that they released another new pedal today, which was ridiculous. Um, but I follow some things like that. But for the most part, I don't really care a whole lot. You know, um, I you could, know I could do with that. I used to get stressed from Facebook. You know why? Why? Because when the kids' birthdays would roll around and when the kids were on Facebook, Alex and Tria, this is a couple of years back, I used to get up because I couldn't get any sleep because I wanted to make the most perfect post for their birthday on Facebook. Like I, I would like, yeah, I would seriously I lose sleep over that. I know, crap. and it's and it's it's not that it's not real; it's real. But you know, we'd rather I would rather communicate for real. Listen, I have friends that reach out and put all this crap up on Facebook, and God forbid anybody picks a phone up and calls. Yeah, I would rather. Just I would rather get back to that. There's been a bit of a shift, by the way. There are some people who are abandoning the smart devices. You know. Well, you know what's good about, I feel about our iPhones, and I was telling you this the other day, is I can actually look, instead of a newspaper, I can look at the news. But the thing that drives me crazy is I'll see an article, I'll see a little, like, blip of something that will come up, say CNN, and I go, and it's not there. Yeah, it's gone. And I'm like, where did it go? I can show you how to find the notifications. I know, but it's crazy. I, I just go, oh my God. And then I go to click and it's like, gone. Now it's on like Kim Kardashian got a new dress or something. I'm like, no. And there's only really a handful of apps at this point that I use for stuff. I mean, I do look at social media stuff, but it's more, again, for, for promoting this podcast and things like that. Um, I, I don't care too much aside from some of the vendors and stuff that I follow. I could probably do without you know, all of it. Honestly. Okay. Um, you know, I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll mm-hmm. have to see how uh, mm-hmm. how unfriendly I get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm very unfriendly. So it's like it's it's a kind of a double edged sword for me. I kind of like I kind of like being out there, but I kind of don't like when I get rolled in, wrapped up in it, and strapped into it. You know, I don't I don't like that. Rolled up and strapped in. Strapped in. 
Let's go to another one. Tell me. Okay. Uh, this one is definitely up your alley. Yeah. The overzealous people for frats, sports, and about heritage. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a little bit of an issue go with some Eagles. of those. And I don't have a problem with <laughs> Eagles fans. Okay. I know. Um, I don't. They just get I, a little I, I myself, overzealous. Yeah, I myself, um, you know, it's one of those things. If you're, you go to college for four years, right? Yes, I did. And I, I always had a bit, a bit of a beef with the idea of a fraternity. Okay, and and it was, it was not so much because of my experience or lack of experience with a fraternity, but I had a friend. Okay, and this was what kind of made me think about this. You're not going to actually say the word. I are won't you? say the word. Okay. Um, so I, 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 I see actually this guy. know this story. You How do. about that? So I see this guy and he, he's been in college for a year and he was drinking a lot. Okay. He had his fraternities, uh, sign their, their Greek letters tattooed on his leg. Okay. And he, but he's, he's literally been in the fraternity for like two weeks. Okay. Right. And he's telling me all the stuff that, that they, they did to haze him and all this other stuff. Um, which I fundamentally have a problem with anyway. The idea of initiations and hazings and things like that. I to, saw that movie. Remember with uh, what's his name, Nick Jonas? One of Jonas's, yeah. Oh my gosh, that was a good movie. That was a true story too. That was a true story. Mm-hmm. But I have a problem with humiliation leading to someone accepting you as a friend because mm-hmm. that's never how I made friends, right? Um, so he comes back and I get together with him with, with some other friends. I've of gotten mine. rid of friends like that. Yeah, so I, I, I get together with the guy and I'm like, hey. I said, how, how are things in the frat? And he got offended. He goes, it's a fraternity, not a frat. You don't call your, right. your country All out right. bleep. Okay. Right? And I'm like, dude, you know, lighten up a bit. And I, I kind of started thinking about that. And it's, um, and over the course of time, I see people that are very zealous about things. Now, we were all born here. Okay? Um you know, I'm born in this country. I'm an American, all this other stuff. And there are, there might be heritages that my family has some connection to. But each generation that goes by, you're a generation further away from what that heritage is. So the only thing you're getting from that is stuff that's handed down to you. Mm-hmm. So you might get a recipe from your grandmother, but you won't say that you're all for the Slavic people. You know, Mm-mm. there just might be a recipe out there. But there are some folks out there that it's like, Everything is like, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm an Italian woman and knowing a sauce. And I mean, and, and it's like their life revolves around because the problem their is that culture. people it's not even like they're trying to bring their culture into a conversation or to show you a part of their culture. Here's what it's about. Even with all the sports, they shove it down your throat. So if, for example, you, you don't like a fraternity, huh? well, how dare you? Like people that are, you know, who else is like that? The apple haters. Ah, yeah. The people that hate Apple. It's not even just like, you know, I care for this type of phone. It's the, you're an idiot because you like that. Or, you know, I I don't understand that. I have an opinion. Like the Disney haters. It's the same kind of thing. Disney haters. I like the one person I knew who never went, but hated it. So I'm like. They had something to say. mm -hmm. I remember having a conversation with a guy once. And this was when Apple was was resurging. And, um, you know, I, I liked Apple products. Not, I know this story. Yeah, not because... I'm happy. Not because the Apple product in my eyes were superior, because... It's just what you preferred. 
it's what I preferred for what I was doing at the time. Uh, and it's easy. So at the time, doing like um, desktop publishing and stuff like that, it was easy. I didn't have to be like a computer guy to work. And a lot of the applications were there, like Photoshop and those things were there. They were not on PCs. They were only on Apple. So that's kind of where I went for my own personal stuff. Yes. And I remember be- sitting in the office one time and um, the iPod had come out. Okay. okay. So the iPod's out and all this other wow. stuff. Wow. This, this is a while ago. Jeez. And the guy comes in with his Microsoft Zune, right? And he goes... Yo, that Apple thing, it's a piece of crap. This is the future. And of course, that's his opinion. Right. Yeah, I love that. It's not an, no, yeah, because he stated his opinion to me like this. This is not, this is not um, someone's thought on something. It's, it's a, an insult to, to me on purpose. So he, so he goes, it's not like saying, man, you know, I, I really prefer Microsoft yeah. products. Yeah. No, he said, he said, Apple sucks, and anyone that likes them is an idiot. And he's also the person that said, I'm going after your job, nothing personal. Yeah, sorry, I like where I sit, so go find another job. And you know what's ironic is that you're still there, and he uses Apple. Only. Only. Yeah, so I told him, like, because, you know, I'm pretty pretty sharp with my tongue when I, when I need to be. Not, not quite as fast as you. I have to mull wow. on things a little bit. Look but I, I told him, I'm like, hey, uh, that Zoom looks like a shit brick. <laughs> you know, and lo and behold, six months later, the Zoom was gone. You yeah, know? I don't understand why people attack. Yeah, don't attack it. Everyone has a has their thing. You know what? It seems like we're a part of the of the major things people attack if they're going to attack Apple, Disney, and being Catholic. We are done. And and hey, I was born Jewish too, so go for me there too. <laughs> No, I don't carry diamonds, and I don't have long locks of hair. And you're horrible with money. And I'm horrible so with money. You're so definitely there. Catholic. Exactly. That's very interesting stuff. Uh, what do you think about this? Now, I know as a guy, this this is one of those things oh God, that bugged me. Where is this going? Lip gloss. How do you feel about lip gloss as a woman? Um, I think it makes your lips look pretty. But you can't like. But if I'm going to kiss you, mm-hmm. um, or somebody else, hey, um, <laughs> that's not nice. <laughs> I meant Allie. Oh, um, I wouldn't. <laughs> Her little hairs get stuck on the lip gloss, oh. right? Her little wispy hairs go be chilling out on. There. I wouldn't put it on. Oh well, that's good. I, I remember talking to a friend of mine, and um, this girl he briefly dated. You know, he had to be very careful about how he kissed her because she had to reapply the gloss. Oh, well, the problem I have lip gloss, too, I have to say there is a problem with that, is that when your hair gets stuck in it. Yeah, imagine a, bi- a big swatch of wind comes. You're in New York one day and, and some crosstown wind comes and you're sitting there. That's happened to me. Looking like you got mutton chops on your face. Imagine how you got that you like, has happened. You, look, you sit there looking like you got a big curly barbershop mustache now because your hair blew around your face and it's stuck on your lip gloss. It's true. Yeah. But I did like the lip glosses we had, which was more like a lip balm, I guess. As kids? Yeah, because they had the... No, I guess it was lip gloss. They were lip the glosses. ones that had the little roll-on thing. Yeah, they were flavored. It was yeah. like Coca-Cola and, you know, yeah. I love Strawberry. Remember the strawberry? Yeah. And they're always in a clear bottle. Yes. Where did they go? I have an issue with that, too, by the way. The person who invented roll-on anything. I'm going to tell you how I really feel about roll-on products. Well, I'm going to tell you about the, the planner's peanut and lip gloss. Okay. Well, I'll, let me just like interject this little thing right here. 
the person who invented roll-ons like deodorant or anything should pretty much just be taken off the planet. <laughs> Why? Because if you're a guy and um and you have a roll-on, that thing there's there's just enough gap to pretty much grab every single hair in your armpit and tear the damn well, thing out. I don't have that problem. Right. But they made it for men. You shouldn't make it for men. Or hey, you could could be a bohemian woman who has his has lengthy armpit Ugh. hair. Right? That's hey, nasty. Teach their own, you know. Um, but but if you go and grab a roll on and you start, you know It'll rip the hairs out. It'll rip the damn hairs That's disgusting. out. So whoever invented that, you're on my list. Ugh. That's how I really feel you're about you. You're evil. We're gonna find out who it is now that invented the roll on and Yeah. So what were you gonna say? I was gonna say when I think about lip gloss and I think about those, those little roll on lip glosses. Mm-hmm. The first time I got them was in Atlantic City on the boardwalk when I was really little. Okay. And it was in it was in a little shop that had peanuts, planters peanuts, and out came Mr. Peanut. Oh boy. And he's like at least six foot, probably taller, because he's got that big hat. It's a so giant peanut with a monocle. I like oh, I was terrified of Mr. Peanut. Oh, boy. I was like, so every time I hear, I think about the lip gloss. You think of the horrible Mr. Peanut. But then I find out years later that for a very short time, Mr. Uh, Mr. Peanut's voice was Robert Downey Jr. Remember that? Yeah, a couple of years so back. So I guess I have to kind of say, okay, well, now I have a good association with it. So the Peanuts every redeemed himself? Every time you say that, I think of it. Yeah. <laughs> think of the freaking Mr. Peanut. Hey, while we're on the topic of like fashion. No, I'm a very fashionable fella. So, oh, yeah. So being a woman, how do Are you, you really woman? feel? Yes, I'm a woman. Don't do that. Oh, sorry. That's Dustin Hoffman. That's bad. Yeah, well, he, we know he ain't a woman. He's under <laughs> women's dresses, apparently. Oh. oh, boy. So anyway. You can't laugh at that. That's another thing that bugs me is everyone's so sensitive. Oh, about? Not about that. About but just about, in general. Like, yeah, in general. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there is a hypersensitivity to stuff. Oi, go ahead. Yeah, so how do you feel about high heels? Uh-huh. No, I just had uh-huh. to do that. I haven't done one. Um, I am not a high heel wearer because I am a disaster. Go ahead. Do it. You are an unmitigated disaster? Um, In high heels. I'm not good in high heels. Billions and billions of disasters. Um, I don't like them. I am more of a dance-go shoe person or boot person. But back in the day, you used to bust out the heels. I did, but you can't walk in them. Well, and here's what my what my and they observation hurt my back, was: and they hurt my feet. And what's the point? Yeah, so you would walk in shoes, and I remember this. And the, is this you, when we got to the fight in Menlo Mall. No, no, and I kept recall. walking, but I had heels on, so I wasn't. You weren't really going very fast. Now, it wasn't that time, but I remember when we first started to date, you would frequently have on a heel, and the heel may have been a two-inch heel or whatever. Um, but I knew I knew that they would wreck the backs of your feet. Yeah, they you would did. bleed and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why do people go through this? I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand it. I, I mean, it, why don't you just do a couple more calf lifts if you like those uh, calf think, raises? If you want the calf look, I think that it was designed by men. Yeah, because nobody would do that. I do to torture women. Yeah, but I, I don't. To me, I don't. I don't get it. You know, the whole just like bras are probably designed by men. Now, if they were designed by men, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be shaped like a cup. They'd be shaped like a hand. <laughs> they 
had that in that Barbara Streisand movie. And, they, and, with, they, and if you look close to the hand, there would be little hairs on the knuckles. Listen. <laughs> or like that movie is so fine. That was made by uh, men too. Remember the butt cheek pants? <laughs> look it up, folks. Go look up the so no, fine. No, in the Owl and the Pussycat, Barbara Streisand's bra had hands on it. Yeah, that would have been designed by a man. With that hot guy, what's his name? The uh, one from... Uh, George Siegel. Yeah, sex kitten. I had a crush on. Who has a crush on George (laughs) Siegel? Who was the other one I just revealed to? That reminds me of a joke my grandfather used to say. You know what what a seagull is? Go ahead. A Jewish bird. Oh my God, you're so old, Bob. Really? It's my grandfather's joke. Go ahead. Griffith's Dune. Yeah. Oh, I said I had, a, I had a crush mm. on him. He was in that great movie, I Love Dick. I love, that's a TV show, I Love yeah. Dick. He was also in Johnny series. Dangerously. He was his little brother. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I Love Dick was really good with Kevin Bacon. It's not what people think it is. Yeah, his name was Richard. Okay. So stop it. You're <laughs> dirty minded people. You really are a very dirty minded group. <laughs> I know you're all snickering going, he just said dick. <laughs> You've said worse than that. Oh, bullshit. I have not. There you go. Oh, sorry. Um, let's talk about another one. Oh. <laughs> hey, Laura, let's what talk about that? another one. Let's talk about honest people. Honest people. Now, okay. Yeah, I have an issue with this. So it's not, we're not talking about someone that says, Hey, is this dress, do you like this dress or this dress? No, that's not the honest people. No, the honest people no. are those people who are going to be like, No offense, but, oh, yeah, and they're about to, they're about to come at you with some crap you don't want to hear. Mm hmm. And you know it's completely offensive because they're debunking the offensiveness right up front. I like that word, too. That's debunk? another one of yours. Yeah. You debunk. They deglaze you. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I have a problem with people. I'm all for being honest. Now, so here's my take on honesty. A lot of times the people who, quote, unquote, proclaim to be honest really just have no filter and find it easier to insult than to lift up. Right. Because they put if they were to take the same effort that they they uh, take in putting someone down because they're, quote unquote, being honest and they're insecure. Yeah, they're insecure. Um, If they put the same effort into saying something nice, it's actually less effort than saying something that's not true. There's nothing that's positive that's going to come out of that. Very true. Very true. They're the people I get rid of. I've gotten rid of those people. Yeah, because I don't I don't find it. Productive. No, it isn't productive, and it's okay to be honest. Honest, destructive. Honest honest doesn't have to be hurtful. That's the difference. No, it doesn't. Um, And and it seems that those folks who proclaim their quote unquote honesty are really just wanting to say whatever the heck they want to say. And the reality is, though, they'll say that crap to you. They'll say it, you know, over a text message, or they'll say it to you over the phone. They're not going to say. They're not going to say it to you to your face. But if they do, they can't. They also they can dish it out, but they can't take it. Yeah, that's also frequently the problem. Mm-hmm. I always make a point in my interactions with people. So anybody that's working for me, um, I make a point if if there's something that I see that's negative or that they could do better, I will direct them like, "Hey, how about we try it this way? This this and you might direct be... them by being behind them yeah, and then guiding their hands, of course." And whispering in their ear. Click that mouse. <laughs> mm. so M anyway, word, mouse. 
Yeah, that's, that's the M word, word of the day. That's a lame word. Miraculous mouse. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I'm not going to sit there and say that what you did was bad. I'm never going to say that because I think that you get you get a lot more bang for your buck if you embolden people. You know, give them give them um, confidence and praise. And it will re- will result in some tangible benefit to me. People that come at you with negative crap and tell you what they think, um, there's only one way it's going to go. If you're not a whipping boy, you know, someone who's just going to take that crap, it's never going to be positive. Well, you know, it, it's it's interesting because way back in uh, when I was in college, I did my student teaching. It might have been my junior practice experience, whatever. I was in a classroom. The teacher was sick. So not only was I the sub in the classroom, which I didn't get paid for. I don't know if that's legal. But I was also doing my, you know, my educational experience. What kind of sub were you? Were you an Italian sub? (laughs) I don't know. So Were you an American sub? Can you stop it? Ham and gabagool. Are you done? I'm done. Okay. So um, when I was there, I, I did, the teacher actually, I, w- I would talk to her. She was real sweet. And she told me had, it was Trenton. We had some kids in there that were special. I had one kid that would like walk around the table and just walk around the table and just walk around the table. I mean, it's just cr- crazy stuff. That's but anyway, dedication. Mm-hmm. And I had no aid in there because teacher wasn't there, so she wasn't going to work either. So I'm in there alone with all these kids. But wow. anyway, anyway, so um, I digress because mm-hmm. I'm a little frustrated. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I did a toothpaste lesson. So I made toothpaste with the second graders Wow, from Trent. Is it because most of them needed it? <laughs> no. And then... Uh, Funky little buggers, weren't they? And I had them... <laughs> I had them, the one kid stabbed the kid with a pencil. I'll never forget that. I'm like, what? And they're second graders. It's great. Anyway, so. Tomorrow's um, child. (laughs) So I do this lesson. It goes really well. Kids are all attentive. There's no, you know. There's no ruckus. There's no ruckus. So. Uh, she's like, listen, it was the um, professor from Trenton State, and she was going to critique me and tell me what was good and bad about my lesson. And this goes with the the honesty. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, where do you want to talk about it? And I'm like, well, we can just go in the teacher's lounge. And all the teachers are there, and they're having their lunch. And, I, and I'm feeling good. And I have very low self-esteem, but I was feeling good that day. And I sit down, and she goes, okay, so I want to let you know. And she went, all the negative, bam, 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 bam. And then I went, is there anything positive? Oh, yeah, the toothpaste recipe you had was really good. And after she left, I cried. And the teachers came over to me and they were like, listen, we had her in Trenton State. And she is just a nasty woman. So she's one of those honest people. How in the world, instead of saying, hey, Laura... It's a great thing you're doing being that you're kind of subbing in there and you're doing your teaching lessons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you kind of you you actually stepped up in a situation where the expectation should have been even lower. Yes. And that's what I always say to like 
you know, the kids, like teachers have to realize how they can affect a child. How many years ago was this? And I still remember that feeling yep. of what a wench that professor was. Her yeah. name was Dr. Rosenberg. And oh, I remember. Dr. Rosenberg, we know how we really feel about you. You go <laughs> stick it. Jerk. So I didn't mean to to go off, but no, I... No, but, it, you know, but it's it, it true. Just, it's completely true. But it's one of those instances where... You know, you surround somebody with negativity. Uh, you know, she may have had a bad day and decided no, she's going to whatever. No, because they all said she was like that with them, too. And they were all teachers. Yeah, but, you know, it's okay if there's going to be negatives. Nobody's perfect. But the, there's got to be positives, especially considering the fact that you stepped up. In a Trenton school. Right. Yeah, you're already in an, in a, in an environment. And no aid because the teacher had an aid. Right. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm going to get upset. I'm going to cry. Oh, don't cry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, what else do you got? Um, I don't know. How about like, okay, well, I can talk about how I feel about political parties. This will be a quick one. Good. Tell me how you feel about political parties. I think that we shouldn't have Republicans and Democrats anymore. I would agree. Because you have the people that vote, for example, Republican across the board because, like my father did that, because they're Republican. They are Republican through and through. I look at it saying, who is the better candidate? It shouldn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat. It should be who is the better candidate. Well, I think one of the reasons why you could get rid of it now is because um, the fundamental leanings of those parties um, that people always went back to, you know, why you would vote a party line is because of, of principles that those parties represent. Yeah, I think yeah, that I those agree. are very blurred now. Uh, I do agree. I do um, agree. And honestly, you know, if you're going to get rid of the political parties, you can get rid of the um, the uh, Electoral College the same way. Because the, I agree. So think about it. The Electoral College was designed so that the uneducated people had a guy from their area who would go and vote on their behalf. Okay, so all the farmers who who had no education would say, "Okay, well, you know, Bobby down the block went to went to college. He's our electorate. He's going to go and vote on our behalf in Washington, whatever the majority is." Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the problem is that one, you're not dealing with an uneducated society anymore, and the technology is there to correctly do the popular vote. So, with the electoral college, you you've built. A case for landslides. So, uh, a, um, a a politician can target states that have a lot of electorates based on their population, even though geographically they might be small. So they're going to hit up the New York. They're going to hit up California. You know, they're going to hit up a lot of those states. And meanwhile, some states in the Midwest who have millions and millions of constituents literally get ignored because they might be only be worth. Two electoral votes. I think a vote should be a vote. This a is, vote should this be a is vote. all nonsense. And, and so we're going to do without voting. We're going to do without that. Yep. We're going to do the without parties. the parties. Yeah, get rid of the good. parties. Get rid of that system. Because if you don't have party affiliation also, then you don't have a situation where you get these votes where the guys that we elected to the office are going to sit there and say, well, all the Democrats are voting this way. Therefore, I'm going to vote this way, too, because I want to keep my job. Right. They yeah. should go back to the way it was. These guys would go and, and do their, their civil duty. It was not a career choice to become a politician. And um, you would go back home and go to your regular job when you were done. You know, we should get back to that. Let each vote equal one vote. Right. Because if, if the system worked perfectly, 
and the Electoral College is still in place, you would never, ever, ever have a situation where the popular vote was different than the electoral vote. It's silly. It should be if the electoral votes are 278 or whatever, it should fall in line. But we've had two elections where the electoral vote was not what the popular vote was. More mm-hmm. people voted for the other candidate. That's what should prevail. We have the technology. I mean, American Idol can get 50 million people you to know what? dial a number. I feel like I'm sitting with my father because he used to do this stuff to me too. And I love chicken nuggets. Oh my goodness. News at 11. Jeez. Anyway, so yeah, I agree. How about that? I fell asleep. I'm sorry. I think I'm fascinating. Mm. Well, that's just my confidence. I'm a uh, fascinating, fascinating person. Okay. Why don't you give me another one? Really? Yeah. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Let's see what we got here. We got Rose McGowan. (laughs) Yeah. How do you feel about Rose McGowan? Mm, I don't like her. How come? Because if she was getting sexually harassed by Harvey Weinstein, then she shouldn't have taken a payout. She should have said it isn't about the money. It's about what I went through. And my self can't be bought. But she took a payout. But she did. Hmm, that's and interesting. And no one talks about that. Yeah. Yeah, she did take a payout. Somebody buzzed. That was probably me. Yeah, so she took, she took a payout. So there was a price she was willing to take. And then years later, um, when she is kind of out of Hollywood... She's been out of Hollywood for a long time. Right, but now it's a thing. Now, don't get me wrong, what she's... What they've brought to light with this stuff is a an extremely serious thing, and it's it's a you know there's a lot of predatory people out there doing horrible things, male dominated societies, women aren't getting the fair shake, and all this other stuff. I understand that, but go ahead, finish, and I'm going to say something about um, Liam Neeson. But with her, I think the, the, the problem is this: is that now things that people do to support her cause isn't good enough. Yeah, because she's like, you know, how dare these women dress in black because blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, sister, you know, it, you know it's just very aggravating. I, I don't know. Yeah, like she threw, I, she threw Meryl Streep under the bus. But Meryl Streep is like, I didn't know what was going on because it did not happen to her. She's just crazy. Yeah. So, so she, you know, these people are actively supporting the cause that, that you kind of brought to light. But their actions and supporting you aren't "quote unquote" good she enough. She is crazy. But if you roll back a decade or so, ten thousand bucks was good enough. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So she's a little bit hypocritical. So you can be bought. Yeah. Basically, there was a price. There yeah. was, there was a price yeah. for for um, her humiliation. You know, and then let's look at the the thing that's going on right now with all the gymnasts. Yeah. And, and that's a problem. Yeah. And you know what? Girls. Those girls aren't asking for money. No, they're not. They're asking for his butt, and he and he is has 150 years in prison. Yeah, and that's 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 where this goes. You know, I feel so bad about that. Yeah, that's terrible. It, it is. Really is those young girls. Yeah. Well, the one girl said today that she didn't. Here's the sad part: the coaches were so strict with them that the only person that they felt compassion with, beside their parents, is him. The doctor. The doctor. So she, the one girl said that she was fearful, the one gymnast, to go to whatever competition it was. So she faked falling. Wow. She actually um, came out of the bathtub and put water on the floor and pretended to fall 
and bashed her head on the floor as hard as she could so she could get a lump on the back of her head. Wow. Because she was that fearful because she said her parents wouldn't understand. And And the parents were not allowed in when he was giving them the quote-unquote treatment. No, but she wasn't afraid of him as much as the coaches. And then let's throw him in on top of that. Wow. But now they're all being held accountable. It's horrible. Those poor girls. Yeah, U.S. Gymnastics is is in a disaster now because of this. I know. Yeah, and, you know, they're being named. U.S. Gymnastics is being named. Uh, I know. Be, you know, for, for this. It's sickening. Yeah, it's all awful. Rose stuff. McGowan, not liking you. Yeah. These poor girls, my, uh, oh, it just makes me sick. Yeah. But at least he got what was coming to him. He did. Um, but yeah, but again, I mean, you know, there should be, I know if it's me now, you know, and, and I'm in that situation, you might lose the fight, right? Mm-hmm. But I would have taken some bastard to task. If if somebody harmed me like that, there's not going to be a fear. I'm going to go off and I'm going to flip out. Yeah, you shouldn't take money. Yeah, don't take a payout. No. And that's that's where she's a bit hypocritical. I have a real and now issue being with her. super she- judgmental of of how other people are, are reacting to to the, this cause. I think she's crazy. I, I mean, it's a shame because she's taking light away from what Harvey Weinstein did, which was very wrong. But you know, she's just crazy. Yeah, what she should do is take the money and donate that to uh, to a cause. To the Matt Lauer Fund. Yeah, yeah exactly. One eight hundred a hole. The Lauer Fund, right? They probably use it on hair transplants. Oh, or the Kevin Spacey yeah. Fund. Yeah, the Kevin Spacey Fund. There's too many of them. Yeah, there's all these guys. The Aziz Ansari Fund. Oh come on, that that's ridiculous, Franco. I don't even know. I I, I but Aziz, kind of feel. Isn't it funny though? Aziz Ansari's name is very close to I'm sorry. It Aziz, is. I'm sorry. It is, and I think it's just become a little too much. I, I just Liam Neeson said that he was like it's become a witch hunt. You know, it's kind of taken away from the very serious sexual issues, um, and and things like you know I had sex it's, with him and now I regret it. It's not equal. It's not equal. So if you take Harvey Weinstein and the Bill Cosby's of the world and people like that as Yuck. as the worst, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Gene Simmons putting his hand on a girl's knee for a picture is not oh, sexual God. assault. Well, they were talking about that on I forget it was like the the Morning Joe or something on Fox. Yeah. I think it was, and and she said if I had a dime for every man that put his hand on my back for a picture. Yeah, I, I could do a sexual harassment charge too. Right, and like but so. It's so if you look at James Franco, okay, so James Franco was texting and doing whatever with some seventeen-year-old girl. First of all, I mean, who knows if he even knew she was seventeen? I but think he did. He may have, but but again, that's that may not be illegal in some states. But the two girls that just came out about him, I don't know what their um, relation is to the situation with him, but nobody believes what's going on. Yeah, but, but but again, but the and he's actually played that kind of right, but it could still bury this guy's career. Ah, uh, absolutely. So in the court of public opinion, he will lose work oh, yeah. over speculation because no one's pressing charges. Somebody goes up on Twitter and says, hashtag me too, James Franco diddled me, whether it happened or not. It's James Franco crazy. is going to lose work over it. Mm-hmm. He may never work again. He's he's lost out on Oscar nominations and all this other stuff because of of a speculatory statement made by someone, not a charge in a court. I know, but no one's pressed charges. I mean, to me, that that's where it's a dangerous thing. It, 
I agree. You know, it's it's very dangerous. It's crossed the line where the court of public opinion is now determining who can work and who can't. I know. And you know, it's that's a, a dangerous paradigm. Boo-boo. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm. Anything else would you like to speak about? No. No. How I feel about Danny McBride. We can talk about that. We know how you feel about Danny McBride. Sex on two feet. <laughs> Do you know his mullet mm. is fake? I would probably have his guessed His wife that. did not want him to grow a mullet. Oh, I rocked the mullet pretty hard back in the day. Uh-huh. You should have seen mine. I had the, I'd, I'd quite a quaff there. You did. I you did. did. Yeah. How about how I really feel about bald men? How do you really feel about... Bald man. I like you bald. Or the follicularly challenged. Not I everybody to can rock that. No, you know what's funny? I had a I had taken Christian to get his haircut yesterday, and um, the guy who was the barber in front of me was talking about a, a bald guy. He goes, you know, I was doing this guy's hair forever, and he kept wanting to go closer and closer and closer. He goes, the problem is the guy's head was shaped like a football. He goes, so the closer you got. <laughs> The crazier it got. And then at one point, he came and shaved the whole thing off. Right? I just smacked myself in my head. You did? He shaved the whole thing off. Okay? <laughs> yeah. And he goes, and he's, he's thinking to himself, my God, this guy's got a gigantic football-shaped head. And the guy's like, you know how much crap I've dealt with in my life for the shape of my head? I don't even care anymore. So the guy is probably not rocking a cool baldy, but he looks like he should have a couple of laces on there and it says Spalding on the side. <laughs> um, but but it's kind of funny, though, that not everybody can can rock the baldy properly. It depends on the shape of your head. Like I knew a guy once who had a, a normal shaped face, but then his forehead was about like an inch. You were talking about that. Is that the guy that you said water would like cascade off of his head? No, no, not the, that's that, a different guy. Yeah, this guy had like a crazy accent. Like, like he sounded like he came from like like he he talked like a Kennedy, right? Iran, Iran, Iran. Was that Massachusetts? I think, yeah. right? And but he had like it looked like his head just kind of stopped growing. Yeah. You know, where like Vincent Price, when he played Egghead in Batman, his his clearly didn't stop growing, <laughs> and he had this giant dome. Right. Where I have a relatively, I think, a, a pretty good shaped head. I have I have like a C-section baby head. You know, it doesn't look like it came yeah, out the birth canal. I prepared myself. I actually looked out the window before you came in the house to make sure I prepared myself for that. Yeah, I think I think it's... Because um, you just shaved it off. And you said, I'm doing it at lunch and then I'm coming home. And I'm like, oh boy, I better yeah. be prepared facially well, for this because one. Because there comes a point in your life where you start cutting your hair shorter and shorter and shorter. And uh, at least I did. So I went from having hair that I would gel and all this other stuff to cutting it shorter. And I would cut it so short because I wanted to reduce how many times I'd have to get a haircut because my hair would grow relatively quickly. Yeah. And as the runways start to form in the side of your head and you realize that you could pretty much see through the hair at that point. Well, you got, you kind of got to come to grips with that. You know, either you're going to you're going to wear a toupee or, you know, go see a hair club for men or you're going to shave that crap off. Exactly. And it was incredibly liberating to shave off. Now, again, not everybody's got a pretty head. Mine happens to be just a, a glorious specimen of a they are good bald. symmetrical head. You're good bald. Yeah, I don't have any crazy dents. I have a couple of battle scars on my head. Make me look like a man because, you know, we had that that talk in one of the podcasts. About the scars. Yeah, got me a scar on my forehead. Hit a manhole flying over the, the seat of my gold three-speed. <laughs> I did. 
You did. I, I did. know. Going I know. down Glendale Road. Boom. I know. I can show you the manhole that I bounced my head off of. I don't want to see it. Thank you. Three stitches, sweetheart. I'm I a man, flesh and blood. Listen. Well, women's bodies go through. Does No. Don't even start. Hey. No. I've been down this road with you. I've had uh-huh. a kidney stone. Okay. And I've had diarrhea cramps. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty much my own birth. I've I've had I've had my own birth. It's man birth right there. Hey, I had a kidney stone that was massive. We discussed that. All right. It was giant. Oh my gosh. It was like shooting a boulder out. Fred Fred Flintstone was ducking because it was oh. like a giant boulder. Fred it was Flintstone. Yeah, and bedrock twist twist. All right. All right, sweetheart. Well, I think we've had a, a fun talk about how we feel about things, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, hey, just our opinion. You know, you could uh, agree or disagree. That's everybody's right to agree or disagree with our opinion. But our opinions are opinions. So neener, neener, poop. Our opinions are correct. Yes. See, so, um, but uh, join the conversation. Uh, go tell your friends. Go uh, tell it on the Wow. I like that. <laughs> Come on. Give it to me. Go mountain. tell it on the mountain. I couldn't do the deep voice. So I, I can't either. Like, I'm, I'm not, not really a baritone. But yeah, um. If, you, if you're liking our podcast, do me a favor, if you can, please. I'm going to come, I am going to come up with a contest, but people will have to um, let me know somehow Are you doing that because are. of my boo-boo? No, I'm not. It's not a sympathetic boo-boo oh, rub. because it hurts. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. No. Um, so if you would please head over to iTunes, um, preferably iTunes in this case, give us a review. And um, when you put your review out there... You can go to uh, Facebook groups, uh, Peanut Butter and Jody, and request to join that group. Tell me who you are and what you wrote. And, um, you know, uh, I will um, take uh, the first five folks and then uh, that give us a positive review. And then I will um, do like a Visa gift card or something randomly to one of the five. There you go. So how about that? So if you'd like a $25 or a or $50. Or you can give them an Adam and Eve gift card. Hey, for you sexy people. <laughs> no, but I'll do a $25 or a $50 Visa gift card because that'll work for our international folks as well. Um, but you can go, give them a night at the uh, Trump Tower. Oh, that's about free nowadays. <laughs> um, so, but but yeah, go out and do a review. Um you know, you can leave your name in the review or you can go out to our Facebook group, Peanut Butter and Jody of under Facebook groups. Join the group. Tell me who you are. Communicate with us and um, you'll be in the running. So how about that? <laughs> your lip went. Really? So mm-hmm. she's insulting my face. Now, nobody on this or uh, listening to this podcast can see that. I think you should give them a now. night in our in our in our bedroom where they can just. Yeah, or you could be a guest on the podcast. How about that? No, they could uh, like chill out in the bed with the dog. Yeah, we could watch TV I didn't together. Mean anything bad by that? I, I don't was know just what saying. you mean with your dirty uh, little mind. How do I know where you're going, dirty little birdie? All right, all right, sweetheart. Well, right, uh, a lovely podcast, and um, we lovely will be back. Person that you are. Oh, and you are as well. Thank you. It's a love fest, people. Oh. So we'll be back uh, with some more uh, fun topics for you mm-hmm. very soon on the Peanut Butter and Jody podcast. See ya. Uh-huh.